he's still regarded as an important figure in New Orleans and American history. And although two centuries have passed, this shadowy figure still intrigues visitors to the French Quarter and Cajun country. The American Countryside returns after this. This is Andrew McCray, host of the American Countryside. I'm also a farmer and rancher from northwest Missouri, and I hope you'll join me each week for Farming the Countryside as we take a look at the top issues impacting agriculture as told by the people farming and working in their industry. We'll talk about markets and trade, share some of the latest tips and trends for grain and livestock producers, and take a look at trends impacting rural America. Join me for Farming the Countryside on many local radio stations or on your favorite podcast platform, or just go to farmingthecountryside.com. Uh, RPG came through the belly of the aircraft. We don't talk about the female combat wounded. These are our daughters and our sisters and our mothers. Wounded Warrior Project came into my life and taught me how to stand back up and get back in the fight. The truth is I think we all have this strength inside of us, but until you're tested, you just don't know it's there. See how Wounded Warrior Project empowers women veterans like Beth by visiting woundedwarriorproject.org slash empowerwomenvets. In the French Quarter of New Orleans, you will find a National Historic Site devoted to a man named Jean Lafitte. But as Roger Green will tell you, very little is known about the man. He was a smuggler. He was born in France. The belief was in Bordeaux, France, and he had a brother named Pierre and probably a brother named Alexander Lafitte. Very mysterious people. We do not know what they look like. Of course, no photographs at that time. The American authorities tried to track down the smuggler, but he simply mocked their offer of a reward for his capture. When the War of 1812 began, though, the Americans actually struck a deal with Lafitte for his aid. He'd get an amnesty for all of his past crimes, but he could no longer break the law. And so eventually he and many of his people left. Some stayed in the area. Of course, they wouldn't smuggle. They would live down at Grand Terre Island. But after the conclusion of the war, Lafitte most likely returned to a life of smuggling. He decides he's not going to fulfill the bargain he goes to another area, which is not a part of the United States. He feels like, I'm not breaking the contract or the agreement. I'm going to go over to Galveston, Texas. He gets involved eventually over there with people, and that's where he starts meeting a man named Jim Bowie. Bowie later became famous at the Alamo, but Lafitte's life remains mostly a mystery. The thing about Jean Lafitte is that he was a very mysterious man. He was cloaked in mystery. He had to be secretive, and that's why we don't know so much about him. That's how he survived. He survived because of secrecy. No one knows for sure where Lafitte wound up, but what is known is his major impact on the war in Cajun country. Traveling the countryside in New Orleans, Louisiana, I'm Andrew McRae.